All right. Episode 81 of the Fair Enough Podcast. Uh, I mean, greatest receiver on the planet. Greatest receiver ever. Do it. Big 8-1. Dark Visor. Megatron. Calvin fucking Johnson. Shout out to the Hall of Fame. Goat. Yeah. And fucking Marion Hosa. And shout out to Marion Hosa. Helped just about everybody in the Midwest. If you're from Pittsburgh, if you're from Chicago, if you're from Detroit, Marion Hosa <laughs> tried to give you some sort of a Christmas gift and it worked out for a couple of the teams. I just want to, uh, yeah, it worked out for us a couple times. Um, did we miss Jerry Rice last week or did you say Jerry Rice? No, I said Jerry Rice, I think. Okay, good. I was just making yeah. sure. No, All I right, said cool. Jerry Rice. Uh, okay. T.O. Was it T.O. 81? T.O. was 81. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of receivers. Good receivers we really went down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, episode 81, Bob in Detroit, Mike in Chicago, Jack in Detroit. We got a little bit of hard stance of the week. And then we're going to do some NFL talk today. We are going to be talking about some new faces in new places. And we're going to decide if they move the needle for us or not. If they're making the team better. um, If we like the move, we don't like the move. Kind of what we think about these situations. There's a fucking lot of them. As I was like going through my brain, I was just trying to think of like the top people. And there's even more top people that I didn't think about. You know, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of them players, the coaches, running backs, receivers, you name it. So we'll get into that. But uh, how the boys doing? I feel like we didn't really check in last week. You know, there was no wellness check. We just went right into it. But dude, you want to hear? Well, I think we were we were pressed on time or something last week that we kind of just ripped right into it. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but you want to hear something just depressing as fuck? Let's hear it. So on Friday, no, Saturday, Saturday, okay, I um, I went golfing, right? I played 20 or 34 holes. We couldn't get the second 18 in, but we started at 1 o'clock. I golfed all the way until 8 o'clock, so I was golfing for seven hours straight. Damn. Which, it was fun. I don't recommend. I didn't. I, I wanted to play an extra nine. That's it. It turned into a shit show, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I was meeting up with my buddy and some friends at this house music festival that was going on. And it was like 50 bucks to get in. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll meet you up. I call my guy. I'm like, yo, how long are you going to be there? He's like, oh, I'm here all night. I'm like, all right, cool. So like, I'm on my way home from golf. I'm a little fucked up. I'm not you got to be so gassed this- at that point. Oh, yeah, definitely gas. But I was I was pretty. Yeah, I was I was doing all right. Um, And uh. Anyways, I'm driving home, so I'm, I'm, I buy this ticket. I get home, like, I got to change right away. I was like, all right, buy this ticket. It's like 65 bucks with all the fees and shit. Mind you, it's like 8.30, 8.45. I yep. get home. Buy the ticket. And then I'm looking up the directions to see how far it is, like, to be like, hey, I'm going to be there at like 9.15, 9.30. Meet me at the door type thing. Right. Turns out the concert fucking ends at 10 o'clock. Everyone's got to get out. No way. Yeah, so I buy it, and I'm like, You bought the so ticket? I bought the ticket. Then I looked up where it was, and it said, you know, 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. So I get out of my Uber at, like, 9.42, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, I'll just go meet my friends, and then we'll walk out together. 
Mm. I go up to the fucking thing. They're like, you can't come in. I was like, well, I never, there's like, she's like, there's no re-entry. I go, well, I never entered. Like I had some shit come up. I had the ticket. I'm just meeting my friends. I know it ends in 10 minutes. Is that cool? They're like, no, we can't let you in. And I'm like, dude, oh my God. I literally spent 65 bucks plus an Uber ride for absolutely nothing, dude. Just to go to the, the next bar. I was so upset. Like, come on, man. That's horrible, dude. That's yeah. and there's nothing you could do either. Who the fuck ends a concert at 10 p.m.? You know, it was like a festival in a park too, where I'm like, I don't know, maybe that's why. But it was like, dude, I don't know. Everyone, whatever. I, I was just, it was so quick. Everything was happening so fast. I was like, all right, fuck it, blah blah blah. Woo, you know, I got to buy the ticket. This, 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 and then it turns out I fucked up for not doing any research at all. Because you played a second 18, you got greedy. It, Literally. Was your plan Literally. to play two or your plan was to no, play one? No, not at all. So I was pretty gassed after one. I played okay at best. Um, and the one dude we were with is like, I could play again. And my buddy Joey Schrader, he's always down. So he was just like, yeah, yeah I'm down. Well, and then he's going to want to do I, it. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I'll play another nine. Like thinking that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And we like got to like the seventh and they're like, Oh, we could probably get 18. And I was just like, I don't want to do 18, bro. Like I want to be done in like two holes, but whatever. I mean, it was fun. And I ended up having a good night too. It was just long fucking day. And I wasted money for nothing. Yep. I had the golf outing in grand Rapids this weekend and it was the same thing. And I was going home. I was going home Saturday after the golf outing regardless. I was like, dude, I've been gone the last, like, three weekends. I'm fucking tired of being gone. I'm going home after this. And mm-hmm. sure enough, we got back in the clubhouse after the outing, and Al and the boys are like, dude, I mean, we got to play again, right? <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm <laughs> leaving. I'm leaving. So they're, like, calling different – while we're at this, like, banquet, because you do the banquet after the outing, um, we're, like, eating food and stuff, and they're, like, on the horn with – five different golf courses trying to find another tea time that happens like right now. And I was like, dude, I got to get out of here before I make a mistake and fuck around yeah. and end up in a casino or something stupid like that because I stayed here for another 18. That definitely would have happened. So oh, yeah. I headed home and had a great Saturday evening. Well, that's awesome. It's good How you doing, Jack? How about you, Jack? You know, I'm hanging in there. I feel like I've been way too busy recently though like i need to reel it back a notch type of deal i got too much on my plate and it's not giving me enough time to like think about it you know i think that saying saying no to people in your 20s is a skill and i'm terrible at that dude i don't have it either we're not like as a family we don't have well maya's got it maya can say no yeah she sure can we can't say no. Our parents can't say no. So that's no. Rough. Yeah. But other but, than that, you know, it, it's not like I'm busy with shit that I didn't sign myself up for. You know, that's the thing. I'm I'm doing a bunch of stuff that I love. I just need to do less of it at the same time so that I can relax a little bit. You know, you got to look out for number one sometimes. I yeah. don't mind yeah. Savannah that all the time. Like you need to eat some food. And make <laughs> good food for yourself and look right. out for number one. You're too busy taking care of everybody else. You got to gotta do some self-care every once in a while. Yeah, you do. It's important. And I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm kind of just learning as I go. 
You know, mm-hmm. this is my this is my first year out having Adult. to fill my time with shit you out know? of the womb. Yeah, exactly. I was just born yesterday, last <laughs> night. So I don't know. It's it's definitely stressful, and I'm stretched thin. But there's no other way to do it. This is how you got to do it. It is. And it yeah. feels good to know that I'm in the mix now. You know, and I'm at least, at the very least, I'm hanging on. You know, so yeah. I, it could be it could be much worse. I also feel like uh, I feel like there's a fine line between. So I think for one, selfishness comes with time, um, and that's just as simple as that. Is you start realizing, like Bob said, you, you got to work out for yourself. And that doesn't mean selfishness needs to be like a dickhead. You know what I mean? It's just, no. hey, I'm for myself. Um, yep. But like there, there's that fine line that you start to flirt with and you learn how to be like, okay, this is really going to add to my happiness and be fun and like all this and yada, yada. And then there's like that, hey, this is just an experience. Like I should go do this while I can. And once you fucking fine tune that, it's so everything is so much better, you know? And it's like you realize what makes your fucking dick wiggle a little bit. You know what I mean? And then you, even if you do that every weekend and you're busy as fuck, you still know you're like, oh yeah, this is my thing. Instead of like, bop, 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 doing all this crazy shit, you know? So it's, that shit comes with time. Uh, Especially when you're kind of just bebopping, dude. And also it's summer. This is what the summer is. Everyone gets all fucked up and, and and over schedules, dude. I mean, look at every week we're bitching about it. So, I mean, you're not alone. It's funny because, like, if you talk to somebody, like, on the West Coast or something, and, like, they somebody that grew up there doesn't understand, but it's, like, we we schedule our summers, like, months in advance, and we got we got 90 days to knock all this shit out. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, like, other people don't understand that, but in the Midwest and the East Coast and shit, it's, like, yeah. summer's the real deal. You got to pack all this shit in and you get 12 weekends. That's fucking 12 yeah. weekends you get to dedicate to people. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Cause this winter I felt a lot more mellowed out a little bit more relaxed because mm-hmm. there wasn't shit going on. I didn't want to be outside. Didn't want to yeah. drive anywhere. Yeah. Football's not yeah. on outside. It's on inside. That's where you True. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have a golf simulator or anything. So yeah, it's not like, exactly. golf. you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, and that's yeah. the whole point. And that's why seasons are awesome. Exactly. But I think yep. it's important. You say say yes as much as you can because like when there's the light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, all right, time to settle down, time to buy a house, time to start having a family and shit like that. You want to be able to be like, I'm exhausted from all that shit that I was doing. I feel fulfilled. Now we can roll into the next chapter, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think about that a whole lot but it's definitely in the back of my head because it's like just keep saying yes you don't need to right. think about that stuff yeah, yeah right. i mean the worst time is wasted time you know what i mean like and i'm i'm not someone that lets like age and like time restrict my like mental and well-being or anything but like when you're wasting time even if it's like uh like I, like i don't consider like taking a nap wasting time you're like oh this is beneficial to my fucking day my week whatever but like when you're just like damn i did nothing that was any good for me that's when you're like ah fuck i could have been doing anything else See, you know that's that wasted time sometimes is how i view my rest time these days where it's like oh I, I yeah i could do nothing next saturday but then like fuck there goes a whole saturday out the window even though that resting saturday would have been the absolute best thing for me 
For example, last Saturday, I was here sitting in this chair, and then I was talking to Dave on Discord, and he's like, hey, we should go golfing in Saginaw. I was like, bet, I'm on my way. Left, (laughs) played 18, got shit-faced at his parents' house after, and didn't go to bed till four in the morning, woke up hungover as hell, and drove back to Detroit. Like, like, why did I do that? Had a great night. Yeah, Yeah. it was fantastic, though. And I said that yesterday. I said, am I pissed about it? Yes. Would I do it again? Mm, Yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) As well. That's what it's all about. So I don't know. Definitely. Speaking of just getting up and doing things, fucking me and Drew are going to Kentucky. Yeah, that's going to be dope. He was telling me about (laughs) that. I don't know. Well, dude, he's like, oh, let's go to a Florida uh, Gators game. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking Florida, bro. Like, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about college football enough to get in a plane, go to Florida, come back. Like that's that's like a whole like multiple days off type thing. I was like, I'm not right. doing that. And I told him, I was like, I'll go to Kentucky or Missouri. And I know my cousin goes to Kentucky, so I was more on the Kentucky train. So Oh, I, I didn't like, know your cousin it. went there or goes yeah, there. She's like a she's like a junior, I believe. Now I don't know if she's twenty one yet though, which sucks because I would love she's fucking hilarious. She's very like low key and doesn't talk much but she's fucking funny and she knows it um it's kind of so like be cool to party with her yeah kind of <laughs> kind of the same concept mm-hmm. um but yeah i was like fuck it i'll go see her um obviously me and drew are gonna go sit and fucking watch some he's like he's like dude you don't even get the college i was like i've never been to a college football game so like i don't know but i'm <laughs> your dick is hard as hell and i'm just kind of like let's do it you know like i don't care like whatever yeah it'll so. be sick even though it's just kentucky and i mean obviously they're a basketball school it's still it's sec football like it's yeah but be, they were it's gonna be dude, cool they're an improved program though let's get real over the last oh, couple years sure. so yeah. i mean it, oh, yeah. it'll be it'll be that upper echelon of sec football not the top tier but it'll still be like good i would oh, assume yeah. no it's so. gonna be fun a couple of teams replacing <laughs> quarterbacks trying to figure themselves out too so yeah. it should be a good matchup and uh for sure that'll be a fun roadie and yeah lexington not nearly as daunting as a, of a drive as gainesville florida well that was a thing because he's like, let's take a road trip and i was like i was like dude i'm not dr-. he's like well i'll drive through the night and i was like what the fuck? And then before I even have a chance to respond to him, he's like, actually scratch that. I'm not driving 17 hours. I was like, yeah, dude, like that's a plane ride. We're not driving the fucking. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know what he told me last night? What? He said, I'm trying to get Mike to drive to Detroit and pick him up there and then drive down. Yeah. We have to discuss the dumbest thing that I've ever (laughs) fucking heard in my entire life. Why would he go across country to then go back across basically? So essentially from Mayo to like Detroit to fucking Kentucky, it's like seven and a half. If Mm -hmm. he comes to Chicago, it's like nine or so. So So you're, there's no chance you guys just meet down there. Well, I, I, what's the point of taking a road trip alone? I take a plane if we're, I'd take a plane if that was the case. There's got to be somewhere more central in Michigan well, that's, that you guys I, you can know, meet. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like maybe like Grand Rapids or something. But it's like I don't want to be leaving my car at some random house or, you know. No, I you can leave find it like in, a parking garage or something. Yeah, or uh, like one of those carpool lots that's right off the highway. Those are like people leave their car there all the time. And where you should do it is like Battle Creek. That's dead dick in the middle of the mitten. Like south, it'd probably take you two to three hours to get there, three and a half maybe. And I mean, then you guys just shoot straight down. And Drew, it's on Drew's way. 
The, the thing is, we'll talk about it. I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day. You don't want to break down the logistics right now, dude? We got 40 minutes. I, so I didn't I didn't look <laughs> I didn't look kidding. at it enough. He sent me a couple of things. I was just like, dude, I don't know. Because, like, I was telling him, like, hey, meet at my place. Because I thought he still had the pickup truck. And I was like, dude, meet in Chicago. We'll drive my car. We'll get way better gas mileage. And he's like, oh, no, we got the Grand Cherokee, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. The thing's not a gas guzzler. So I'm like, fuck, that means I got to I gotta meet him somewhere. But, like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm not too worried about it. The way I look at it is if it take off that Friday. My thing is, I think, I hope he's only trying to say Friday, Saturday, leave Sunday. Because I'm not trying to take off no. four days for this. Like, I want to leave Friday. Trying, yeah, nobody's trying uh, yeah. to stay there an extra day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, whatever. It's like if I got to drive a couple hours and hop in a car and have him drive, and then if we want to, he wants to switch off, that's fine. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited actually. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what to expect. Also, didn't realize right. that the fucking tickets are outrageous, bro. How much are they? So. How- how much is a fucking Big Ten football game at the fucking big house? Anywhere one. I'm saying one middle 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 seats here, like good seats, but not one fifty. Mm-hmm. Dude, the seats that we're looking at are actually pretty good, but the cheapest fucking seat in the house is like one ninety five. Damn. Yeah, dude, we're gonna spend like two fifty on a fucking on a fucking seat per. And then the fucking dude, the 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 hotel for two beds is fucking two fifty a night. Maybe they do care about football down there. But I, my thing, for real though. But I was like, God damn! Like even yeah. Airbnbs after fees were over like two hundred a night, and I, we were like, fuck it, let's just do, you know, we'll be downtown. But I was like, holy shit, dude! Like I can get a fucking hotel in the city for a hundred bucks, dude. Like right. two fifty a night in Lexington. I guess it's. I don't know. Might Seems need to wild, get Will Levis or Calipari or somebody on the horn. For Can real, you hook the brother up here, dude? This I'm is outrageous s- ticket prices you guys got going on. Seriously, though, man, it's insane. That'll be but, sick, though. I'm yeah, glad. That, I'm, not I'm glad that you're it. doing that. Yeah, for sure. Ready to get in a hard stance? Yeah, I mean, it actually flows right into it because it's yeah. actually about football fandom and uh, just kind of any fandom and. Uh, Popping popping tarps at a game and having like your chest painted. I'm, di- I'm out on that. I'm You're over out it. on it. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world, especially for a guy like me where the Bears play. And it's cold <laughs> as fuck. I'm I'm done with you people. I'm sick of you guys. And I, I just think popping tarp at game in general is ridiculous. I know I did it the other day at the Cubs game, but that was because I didn't want to get punked by some fucking twenty three year old. Because I, I put was my shit say, back dude. on. I put you my shit right fell. back on though. You did, I know. but you fell for the peer pressure of it. No, nah, dude, I just wasn't. You saw those it. guys yelling at at that other dude to tell him to take his shirt oh, off dude. for like. 20 it was at least like three minutes long of them yelling in his face and yep. i wasn't trying to get punked like that bleachers so, are different and it was out wet. there at wrigley no joke but <laughs> i think the painting the chest is obnoxious i would agree um yeah i guess if somebody called me and was like we're doing lions you're the fucking oh <laughs> i'm probably not gonna be the oh yeah probably not like, gonna uh, do that. no yeah, yeah. There's there was a point in my life where I definitely would have just been like, all right, yep, fuck it, let's do it. But normally you don't see the painting, the 
the body paint out of the young lads. Normally you see that out of the drunk 45 the to 55. Yeah. yeah, those fellas are the ones that are painting. Yeah, you're right. It's And it's all the hair and it, just a terrible paint job. Yeah. But I don't see... I don't see myself ever popping the tarp and, and painting. I don't see it. I do... Yeah. I do think I could be convinced if it was a playoff game, though. Really? Yeah. Because you got you to wild out for the playoffs. I but mean, the thing we've is, never though, been like, there. I don't know what it's like, but... Who is that for, though? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like to to possibly be on TV... I just don't get, like, what's the joy in it? Like, I can rah-rah like a motherfucker with my clothes on, dude. Nice and toasty. It's not for your wife. Your wife's not going to like that shit one bit. No. <laughs> if you're leaving the that's... house with plans to paint yourself, she's not <laughs> yeah. going to like that. <laughs> Why is our fucking bathroom navy blue and orange right now? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Bears are on at 12. <laughs> Bears are on at 12. And we're fucking winning this week. I'm the bee. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're letting me be the B today. Yep. <laughs> they know I'm I got a good shitty bladder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I gotta take the aisle. Out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good point. If you, uh, yeah, if you're the B or the S, you're yeah, you're the, you're exactly. the piss your pants guy. Yeah, I, you know, I just think it's you know top down, dude. I mean, from Pee Wee football all the way to fucking pro. I mean, if you're doing that Pee Wee football, you probably should be on some sort of registry somewhere, but. Uh, that's beside the point. Let me ask yeah. you this. If, okay. So this is a, um, this is actually a scenario that happened in Seinfeld because Seinfeld conquers the world and will conquer the world until it ends. Uh, Jerry was asked if he wanted tickets to the Rangers game and it was a playoff game against the devils. The caveat was, he was he had to go and the the fellows that he was with were spelling out devils on their chest and he had to be one of the letters but he got to go to the playoff game for free thoughts on that what if you got to go to the game what if you got to go to the bears game but they're like dude you got to be the a it, you come for free I, I mean everything has a price for sure mm -hmm. uh i mean it'd have to be 500 plus the ticket has to be five hundred plus dollars. Really? Yeah, dude. I don't care. I like watching so three seventy five. Three seventy five. You say fuck you. I'm forking up the. I'm forking up the change. I'm not. I'm not doing the Bears. Thing. No, I'm watching on my fucking seventy inch TV in the back. I like football on the TV. So if you're not giving me a fucking primo seat, I don't need to be there. I actually. I mean, I would. I would pay, but I would then pay for the nosebleeds because that's where all the fucking diehards are anyway. Yeah, you're right. That's where the recklessness happens. So I don't know. I just, it, you, you'd have to be a pretty primo price for me to, especially you got to realize that we live in, I live in Chicago too. So we don't have a dome. So like, that's a whole nother fucking aspect to it. That it's like, these motherfuckers are out here in 30 degree weather with no fucking clothes on. And it's like the dude next to you has a shirt on and you have nothing on. Like, I right. it's just like, you can't be okay. And people, guys wonder why they die earlier than fucking women, dude. Because they want <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Let's do one last scenario for this. All right. Bears, Chiefs, 2027 Super Bowl. Mike gets to go, but 
he's the exclamation point at the end of a couple guys that are spelling out Chiefs. But you get to go to the Super Bowl for free, and the Bears are playing against the yeah, Chiefs. But I'll, you're part yeah, of it. You're doing it? I'll do yeah. Pop the exclamation 100%. point? Fuck yeah. Right, Absolutely. Because yeah. your Super Bowl tickets, that's definitely well over 500. <laughs> 10 so. Ds. Yeah. Well, the th- and, okay. So this is the. I was gonna parlay this into another thing. Is that another thing that I hate about this? Is that it promotes you standing up the whole game, and I cannot stand when people are standing at times they shouldn't be standing. Yep. Nothing makes me more angry at a fucking at a game when people are standing up, and you're like, dude, why are we doing it? Like, it's not time to stand up. There's like three times to stand up when we score, when we win, and when we want to kill the closer you know what i mean like there's not that many times to fucking stand up and i hate that i'd say for football specifically nfl there's a very interesting etiquette to the stand-up sit-down process i think that you can get a lot more loosey-goosey with it on a monday night game or a sunday night game or a playoff game but if it's a one o'clock we're standard let's let's make the place loud but let's also watch the game you know we got to see what's going on Hundred percent. I love the. I love the thought of. I love live sports. I love sports. I lo- especially you know like, I enjoy the shit. Like I don't. I don't know. Like the the rah rah is not why I go to the games. I that's I get into it. I indulge when it's necessary. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not there to be crazy. Like I'm there to watch the game and hopefully we win this motherfucker and get drunk while I'm doing it. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know. Just can't stand the inappropriate standing up and yelling and stuff. And it's like that tarps off equals I don't want to be behind you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. No, you're right. It definitely does. Normally, those guys are way up in the nosebleeds, luckily. Yeah. Not that, that we're true. I mean, we are too, yeah. but normally we try to sneak a, a few rows in front of them fellas. Yeah, for sure. But either way, I mean, there's a time and a place, but I'm very out on it unless it's. I mean, it's got to be fucking Super Bowl playoff. It's got to be very high stakes game, mm-hmm. and I'm still not down. I don't want to be part of it, especially. I think I'm three for three on being on your side in hard stance. I thought that was going to go a different way, but here we are. We're three and zero. Yeah, I still got a doozer of one that I am very passionate about, but. It's it's got to be I don't want it. I want it to pertain to the fucking episode because it's just going to go off the rails. So I can't take a, a, a football sportsy episode and because uh, we'd be talking about it for 30 minutes because I'm very passionate about it. So that's more <laughs> of a general type of episode. Yeah, 100 percent. Right, yeah, good. probably. We'll yeah. Get, <laughs> we'll let, yeah, we'll do that. We'll let that one uh, take over the episode. Maybe we'll do that like a couple weeks into the season. Yeah. Um. OK, so let's do this NFL move the needle thing. So Mike and I have compiled a list of guys. Like I said, there's running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, coaches. And we just want to basically ask, does this move the needle for you? Do you think this team will be better? Like, is this a positive move or a negative move for the team? And I'll start. And I'll ask you the... One of the hottest one, I mean, the hottest one. This literally just happened, what, yesterday? Dalvin Cook. Uh, To the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Does this move the needle for you as far as, like, the Jets go? 
I want to say yes because the talent that he really is. But I'm not gonna say no. I think this guy. I think that if the I think if the needle starts in the middle, I think that starts stays in the middle, moves it a tiny bit in the green. Mm-hmm. But I I definitely think it's a beneficial move for the Jets. Um, I don't really. I think it's a kind of a lateral move, if not a backwards move, for Dalvin Cook um, in terms of his role. But definitely, they backwards. already had. Yeah, they already had a pretty solid core of skill players. And, I mean, obviously, Brees Hall is a dog. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't think he was that necessary for that team. Um, I do think – and, I mean, even their weapons, like, their receiving core is not that bad. Um, so, do I think it moves the needle? I don't think he's going to be the one that puts them over the top. If, am I wrong? Is he going to rush for a thousand yards and Brees Hall takes a back seat because he's still recovering? I don't know. That'd be sick, but I don't know. That division's tough, and I don't think Dalvin Cook personally was the guy that's going to really like be like, "Oh yeah, we're good as fuck now." You know what I mean? I agree. I think, I think it was definitely like a. I mean, I understand what Dalvin's doing. He wants he wants to go and play for a ring. He wants to go to the playoffs and do all that fuck shit. Yeah. That's awesome, as he should. Uh, and there's a couple other guys on this list that have gone the other way and went the money grab way. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. Dalvin, I think it's weird because Brees Hall is so good and he can be that bell cow. He showed that. And I mean, he didn't play a long time last year, but the t- games that he played, you're like, oh, OK, yep. You just saw it right away. You're like, this guy can be a freak and is a freak. So for Dalvin to come in there. And it's interesting because it's like, are they going to split the carries pretty evenly? Or is it going to be a situation where Dalvin's almost like, maybe not like a third down back, but like, is he going to take kind of a Jamal Williams type back? Like, hey, when we're on the goal line, we're handing it to you. And we're, you know, on third and third and one, we're handing it to you. Like, is he going to have that role? Or is it going to be more of like committee straight up when like the first year of Tony Pollard and Zeke where they were just fucking bang, 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 bang. Or even the last couple of years of Aaron Jones and Dylan, AJ Dylan. Absolutely. Like, with yeah. Rodgers, is it going to be you know like I mean? that? Like that could work. If they did it like that, I think that'd be super positive for both guys. Brees and yeah. Dalvin. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Brees, you're kind of upset because you already kind of got one half a season taken away by injury. Now you're going to get another half a se- another season taken away by a guy in terms of like money talks, I mean, it helps the Jets. I mean, it, it just lowers Brees Hall's stock, I would assume. For sure. Um, and it just kind of, you know, it puts him in his own little hole. But I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they use them because Dalvin Cook is a three down back. He's not, he's not some just goal line guy. Like he can, he catches the ball just as good, if not better than majority of the backs in the league. He's obviously, I mean, he's perennial fucking thousand yard rusher. Like, He's not a fucking share the carry type of guy. I don't care if he's getting a little no. older. So it's I'm very curious to see what they do with both of them. It's going to be interesting. That's going to be like, sure. obviously, uh, the way that Rodgers played last year, not even close to what he was as far as like MVP caliber. So like mm-hmm. they might need to really lean on this running game to kind of get Rodgers going. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they use him. Yeah. Uh, and oh, thank God. For both of us, Dalvin Cook is out of the fucking NFC North, out of the NFC altogether. Yeah, for sure. All the respect in the world to Dalvin, but fuck you, dude. You killed us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you want to go? 
Ask me one? Yeah, we yeah, we go back and back forth. Back and forth. Um, I'll go with another big name, probably the biggest receiver to get moved uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, for a team that was in the playoffs and then took a step back last year, and now they have a weird situation at quarterback, they pick up DeAndre Hopkins with the Tennessee Titans. What do you think this guy does for this team, honestly? Or if he does anything at all? Yeah, I just it's interesting. It's an interesting situation because old Tanny Hill is like he's the Kirk Cousins of the AFC, but worse, I would say. Like Yeah, he's a for sure worse. Yep. Yeah. And then you got Derrick Henry, who presumably is on his last leg. Like this could be the last good Derrick Henry year. Yeah. If we're like I don't know how I'm pretty sure he's like thirty or thirty one, maybe. Mm, I don't know. He's 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 thirty maximum. I would yeah, say like twenty eight. Regardless. Yeah, regardless is right. He's only got a year or a couple years left. So for D Hop at thirty one years old to join this team at this time, I don't fucking get it, dude. I don't get it. It doesn't move the needle for me. I think their win totals at seven and a half. I don't because their division is so shitty, they'll probably get to seven. I don't know if they're yeah. getting to eight and nine, but I don't I don't understand this move for D Hop. I mean, he got paid pretty well in Houston. He got paid really for well sure. in Arizona. So like for him to be thirty one years old, it's not like if he was like twenty eight, I'd be like, All right, yeah, go get one go get paid one more time. You know, yeah, but that's not the fucking case, sure. dude. Like you're running out of time. You're in a Julio Jones kind of territory now where it's like you need to make a decision quick. And do you want to ring or don't you? And I mean, this year, at least he's kind of he's kind of throwing out, which was just weird for me because the guy's not he's not at the top of his game, but he's not far from that. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think you get per 16 games over the last two years, even though he's missed so much, he's still a top 10 receiver. Exactly. If not, if not better, honestly. But so what are yeah, you doing? I, well, that was my thing. Is my confusion with it was well, for one, what the fuck are the Titans doing? Is Tannehill going to be the guy? Does Levis get a chance this year? Like, yeah. I, I think if Levis gets a chance this year, to me, it moves the needle for this team. I I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. Because it the having a having a fucking star receiver for your young quarterback to kind of bail you out every once in a while. I mean, look at Kyler. I mean, Kyler is showing how not good he is. He is mediocre. He's a middle of the pack quarterback. He's exciting, but D hop made him look way better. And it's like, this could, you know, help this kid grow. But it's like, if you're going for gold and you're trying to win a championship with Tannehill, I'm confused for D hop. Also, I think it moves the needle for the team as a whole. I just yes. don't know where that team is headed. Like, I don't know what their plan is, That's, and it's very confusing right now. I think, I mean, it's it kind of feels like the end of the run that the Red Wings had to me, where those last three years that they made the playoffs, like the 23rd, 24th, and 25th consecutive year, it was like, we're grasping. I mean, sorry. No, no, you're good. No, you're good. I wasn't saying anything. It was just kind of like we're grasping at straws. We're yeah. saying we're signing the Danny Alfredsons of the world. Like we know that this thing's going in the wrong direction. I think the Titans are kind of there. And if you can, if you can have the balls to cut the ties 
early and put in a Will Levis and just to fucking see what happens, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Like, you're not winning this division. You know you're not winning this division. Jags got that shit not. locked up. You're definitely not winning the fucking Super Bowl either. That's the thing. It's no. like that defense has regressed and everyone else has regressed. I don't know. Another thing with D-Hop that I was going to say is, dude, you've been the best receiver ever to play with the worst quarterbacks. He yep. has made yes. the worst players on the planet, other than maybe Deshaun Watson, look so good, and he still puts up crazy numbers. Like, why wouldn't you try to, like, just try to go play with a good quarterback for once? Go play with the top. Not, not Maybe not Mahomes or something, but, dude, that middle of the pack, and like, good, better quarterback? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, Well, remember his list that he came out with when he entered free agency? He was like, I want to play with a good quarterback and I want to go to a winning team. And he went to fucking a 0 for team. 2. Yeah. He, yeah. He went to fucking number 16 out of 32 on both of those categories. Dude. Literally. If, if he was like, if he was like, I'm going to go be a New Orleans Saint and play with Derek Carr, I'd be like, all right. That's that like, makes more sense. I'd be like, that makes more sense than you going to play in Tennessee. And yeah. the Saints aren't even good. <laughs> so it's or. Like, is it like does he is he that egotistical where like he's got to be the guy where if there's anywhere else there that like he can't handle either taking a backup like a number two role or being like a one a one b not that Michael Thomas is like a dog if he, but when he's on that when he's out it'd there, be more you know, Alave like, than you know anything yeah 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 fair where it's like you know is it that big of a deal where it's like oh he's got to be that like he's got to be him or like I don't know it's fucking confusing it is. um. I think the needle moves a little bit for the team, but it's very confusing for both sides of that fucking that uh that pump. I agree. Weird. Let's go. Let's go with another really I mean, I get why this happened, but just kind of a funny move is Zeke to the Patriots. I love it. Do you? I moves think the it needle? moves every I think it moves the needle for everybody involved really? in a big way. I really do. I really do. I think, dude, For let's just talk Zeke personally. Mm-hmm. This guy has been on a very hype team for his whole career that has never kind of pushed it. He, kind, he got hurt. He kind of got fucked, and it's mm-hmm. really dampered his career. So now he gets to go play in a fucking run-heavy offense right now with a young buck who is good, Ramondre Stevenson, but he's also mm-hmm. playing with the best fucking uh, coach ever. Yep. It's like, if he, if you ever wanted to revitalize your career, I feel like that is such a good move. Hey, I'm going to go get coached. I'm going to go get humbled. I'm going to go fucking just work hard and get back to possibly being elite and, and, and live in a world where the running back is a committee and be with the team that wants him. And fucking is going to show, hey, listen, this is your job. You're not the guy every single down. We have a, we have a good young core here, but you're going to have a job. You're going to do your job. and You're going to get coached by the best people in the world. I think that's fucking genius. And I think it's very smart. And I think also for the Patriots, like, I don't know. I, I think, I think Zeke's good still. I think Zeke has a lot left in him. Um, If you make his role, you know, 10 to, 17 touches a game like he's got a lot to offer and he's a fucking workhorse and he'll put his nose in in your mouth you know i mean he's a he's a run through a motherfucker face type of fucking running back 
yes. when he wants to be. And I think that, I, you know, that that helps every team. I think the Patriots are very in limbo in general because of Mac Jones. But mm-hmm. I uh, I don't I don't hate that. I think Zeke would have made any team better. Um, and I, I think it's I would have loved for the Bears to try to get Zeke, but over like Foreman. But um, yeah. But yeah, I think it moves the needle both sides. I think it moves it pretty well. I think it was a good a good signing for both the team and him. I agree. I mean, I I don't think the Patriots are going to be any good. I think they definitely mm-hmm. need to figure out the quarterback situation. I mean, they always put a defense together just because Bill can draw that shit up and literally put 11 morons out there and scheme it up right. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Mac Jones thing is just kind of – holding them back a little bit and they don't i mean the fucking receivers that they had like they're not giving mac jones any help either no you know? definitely not I they mean, got like definitely. juju's the guy there like come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? i mean i i like juju but i i he's i like juju he's a, too but he's not he's a, a one fucking anymore. flex yeah, yeah nah, he's, he's not a, a fringe one. too so sure. I, I agree like i think zeke could easily go in there and like we talked about a minute ago, like have a Aaron Jones, he could be the AJ Dillon to Ramadre's Aaron Jones, you know, 100%. like just feed me when you need a break. I can, I will tote the rock and we won't lose yeah. a step. That's what you want. And you're in your second guy, the Jamal Williams of the world, the fucking, you know, for the lions this year, it's probably going to be Gibbs one, but you need that David Montgomery, dude, you need for that sure. guy. You have to have him. So I agree. I think Zeke, for any team would have been a great pickup. And I didn't even think about it, but yeah, the bears could have really used him. Well, you know, and that was the thing too about Zeke. Well, yeah, the bears could have really, that would have been great, but I just don't think that was ever an option. They went, they went and signed Foreman early. They clearly had a plan. They said, Hey, we're going to sign this fucking guy who is going to be a one year, whatever. Somebody um, liked him. Yeah. Somebody Um, loved Foreman for sure. What was I going to say? Fuck, I lost it. Oh, he didn't do any of the fucking theatrics. He went and worked out with the fucking Patriots four weeks ago. He's having fucking dinner with Mac Jones. Everyone knew this. That he he didn't hold out. He waited until the shit kind of got rolling, so he didn't have to take any extra risks in terms of getting hurt in camp and whatever. Which I hey, at this point in time in the NFL, you gotta be cautious. Well, like we we're talking about earlier, you gotta look out for number one. Yep. And he but but it was like you kind of had a really good feeling that he was going to go to the Patriots once he worked out with them and eating jo- with Mac Jones and yada yada. Like he didn't pull the Le'Veon Bell. He didn't pull the fucking, you know, uh, the Josh Jacobs shit like he he's he just said, hey, fuck it. I want to be on a team. I want you guys to want me. Let's fucking make it happen. And I appreciate that. I think Zeke seems like a good teammate. Um, I appreciate I that, that, too. I think you're you know, completely right. I think he. At the beginning of his career, like he was a fuckhead, but he was so young and so good that it was like yeah. I get why. But he grew up nicely. I mean, the guy yeah. he's a fucking he's just a pro. He's a pro yeah. now. And yeah, Definitely. for him to for him to do it that way, yeah, mad respect to Zeke. Uh Damn it. <clears throat> like even what Dalvin Cook getting over did. that seven and a half win total. No, I agree. Now. You're not wrong. <laughs> But even like what Cook did, like Cook comes out like right away and is like, oh, I want to be in Miami. Where it's like, dude, like to me then, it's like, I don't want you on my team anymore. You know what I mean? Like where right. Zeke didn't do any of that shit. It was just kind of like, hey, we're not getting paid. That sucks. But also, fuck, I'm going to go in and do work, which I was like, yep. okay, I fuck with you like that for sure. So Absolutely. Um, I want you to, I want you to just 
just because I want to hear you talk somewhat positively about the Bears, I'm going to stay on the receiver train. And I'm going to say uh, DJ Moore. What do you think about DJ Moore to the Bears? What does he do for that team and Justin Fields? Dude, he helps Justin Fields so much in a place that Justin Fields needed so much help. Yeah. Like, that, I, I think that that was such a smart move for them, especially to get a guy like – I think that – Sometimes people overlook these, like, tightly compact, just good football player kind of receivers. People always think about the Mike Evans of the world. You think about the speed with Tyreek or, you know, you like you you kind of go to the extremes. But then Mm -hmm. there's these guys like the DJ Moores, the Amon Ra's of the world that it's like these guys are fucking just six foot. 5'10", 5'11", like, they're right here. They're not extremely fast. They're not the best route runner. But they're going to catch every single ball you throw to them. And they're somehow going to get – they're going to find a way to get open. They always do, and that's what DJ Moore does. And I was actually reading an article before we got on. um, The young receiver from Cincinnati that the Bears took in the draft, I think it was the fourth round. Yeah. He was talking about how important it was – for DJ Moore to join this team. He's like, he's been such a great mentor to me, like watching DJ Moore, watching the way that he works, watching the way that he runs routes. Like it's changed the way that I'm playing the game now. So, you know, it's, that's one of those intangibles that you don't always think about. And it's funny because DJ Moore is 26 years old, dude. Like he's not some wily veteran in the league, but it feels that way, you know, because the guys, just like we talked about Zeke, the guy's a fucking pro. And I think that uh, that's just a big move in the right direction for the Bears. You know, obviously, Chase Claypool, bum. Uh, <laughs> Mooney, good piece to have. If they can get another receiver, um, I think that offense, and obviously they need to retool the running back room, but you could do that in the third round of any fucking draft. Yeah, want, for so. sure. That's not their, yeah. That's not, yeah, that's not priority. So for them to go get a guy like this, I think Justin Fields probably – woke up fully torqued that morning yeah <laughs> no one no, was definitely throw to dj more yeah and if we get fucking uh and if if carolina stinks this year hopefully we'll be sitting with a fucking hopefully a top five pick and like a top 15 pick if we can get like seven wins and mm-hmm. carolina stinks we're sitting there with two fucking top 13 14 picks and then we're cooking with gas once again yep that's that's huge know. that's huge yeah. To have those so, picks like that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's a great pickup. Yeah, let's I was go. very excited. Go ahead. Let, let's go coaches. Let's go, okay. let's go over to the AFC West, and let's talk about a guy and a team, a guy that's been out of the league, and a team that was, like, plastered on every fucking Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. Watch this yeah. team, and I don't think they scored one touchdown the whole fucking year. <laughs> Let's talk about Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Do you think that Sean Payton is going to move the needle and get, like, Russ back to doing Russ things, or are they going to just stink again? I think he does. It's hard for me to say he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to – I'm not coming out here to fucking shit on Nathaniel Hackett, but, like, you know, the first, like, five or six weeks of the season – well, yeah, I mean, that is insane. <laughs> I honestly think that was inappropriate. I mean, I, I don't so hate too. it, but, but, like, I think that shit needs to stay behind closed doors. That stays in the booth. That stays wherever. 
Um, I don't think if you there was like a previous, that. if there was a previous scuffle between them, I get it. Like that's fun. Yeah. That's a rivalry, yeah. but it just kind of feels like if he, he never came even met throat. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you didn't really need to do that. You know? Nah. Yeah. He came for his throat. And I mean, the, you know, and what I was saying is like, just what I, he deserves someone to come at his throat, but not publicly, not like that. Like that was, right. inter- that wasn't appropriate, but like, you know, the first couple games of that season, some of his play calling and his decision making, I think, really put that team and that Russell Wilson into a, like a, I don't know, like playing scared type of shit. Like they, mm-hmm. like I don't know, they went for it on some dumb shit. Like they, they did some dumbass shit that kind of lost them some games early, and it just kind of was a snowball effect. So it's just hard for me to believe that a bringing in an All Pro coach who is a brilliant offensive mind is not going to somehow revamp that into a, you know, a pro bowl ask quarterback and get him back on track, especially with the weapons they have, the fucking, you know, all the shit that he has around him. It's hard for me not to think that that doesn't move the needle pretty far. Like, I mean, like yeah. kind of like almost, I mean, their second, their odds are second best to win that division now because mm-hmm. of Sean Payton. It's the same fucking team. And now they yep. have the second best odds. So it's like, you know. Which is crazy because the Chargers are out there too. That's Chargers what I'm saying. Yeah, the Chargers are good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little confusing, but I, it's, I just feel like it's impossible to not move that needle with that guy. Um, but I think it could also be just the downfall, the demise of Russell Wilson in general, and it they get just fuck all the way off. And then everyone's like, well, Sean, why couldn't you fix it? You know, like maybe Russ is just straight up done. Yeah. And everyone is like, oh, maybe it's, it doesn't matter who's the coach. It's just Russ is done. Which is crazy to me because I remember watching that game two years ago. And this is a random Sunday, but the Seahawks were playing the Falcons. And Russ had like 350 yards and three touchdowns or something ridiculous like that. And I remembered like as I was watching one of those shitty Monday night games where it was like 9-6 that the Broncos were in last year. I was like, dude, I remember this guy literally last year yeah. piecing everybody up. Yeah, And it's I, it, it makes me wonder, like, maybe it was a situation where Nathaniel Hackett had such, like, a God complex and, like, just really needed to be in charge. Yeah. Maybe he was just like, fuck you, Russ. Like, I'm running this ship. This is my ship. Where yeah. it should have been a completely collaborative effort on both of their parts. Yeah. I, that, I'm just spitballing, but that kind of the way that the games went, it made me feel like that's what was happening. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that either because that's that's the confusing part. Like, I don't know. The way, that, the way that those receivers talk about Russ and the way that everyone on that team still talks about Russ – makes mm-hmm. me think that it was a a coaching thing. Right. The, they those guys talk nothing but fucking highly of him saying how good mm-hmm. he is and how good of a teammate is and blah 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 blah. And it's like okay, well, if if people were fed up with him as a quarterback as the most important fucking player on the field, I feel like there'd have been some more public like shit talking or less praise, but there wasn't. There's nothing but people talking about how much of a fucking dog he is and how much of a good teammate and how much fucking work he puts in where it's like, okay, I, I, I'm still, I'm still sipping that Kool-Aid. I'm still yeah. on the Russ train. I think Russ still got it, but 
I think so, too. We'll see. Yeah, I, I would like to see them uh, do some shit. I do have a parlay with the Chiefs winning that division, so they better not fuck around and do some stupid shit. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, them, for there to be three good teams in that division, I think would make for a really fun year of football. Well, because that's what everyone thought was going to happen last year. and it Right. Didn't. We were psyched. Yeah, we were psyched. Yeah. <laughs> And I yeah. mean, even Oakland wasn't that bad. So you're like, oh, dude, this is the right. fucking this division is no do- no joke. And yeah. it was like, oh, this division is kind of a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, which is sad. But yeah, yeah. Uh, if you had to guess the win total for the Broncos, what would you guess? What their over under is? Yep, I'd say nine and a half. Close, eight and a half. Yeah, I think. They, uh, could yeah, they get I mean, to nine and eight? I think they could definitely get to nine and eight. I agree 100%. You know, the only they got a split with the Chargers, and you'd love to split with Kansas City, but. For sure. Got to at least split with the Chargers and beat Oakland twice, so. Definitely. Sean Payton. Uh, Last one. You got one more for me? Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go home for you. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a duo. I'm going to do a a, a double for you. Okay. I'm going to do. Defensive players, Cam Sutton, CJ, GJ. What is what do those guys do for that team, and what do those guys do for this fucking off or this uh, Lions defense? Mm-hmm. How much does it move the needle? It's everything. It's everything. Last year we had just a really bad rotating cast of DBs, and it was hand. Also, Tracy Walker went down before the season. He's like our one of our captains, a safety, like kind of the leader of that defense. So for him to go down, and then we got this just shitty rocket, like it was fucking Okuda, and then a bunch of guys you'd never heard of. So mm-hmm. it was just no good. And then the one shining bright spot was your man's out of the University of Illinois, Kirby Joseph saved us on the back end because he's a fucking ball hawk and a dog um gonna be so excited to see what he could do this year but to have cj back there a guy that's an established pro a guy that was just in the super bowl last year knows exactly what it looks like knows exactly what the team needs to look like to get there uh everybody uh, from the beginning of camp till now has been talking about how important it is to have him as a vocal leader, especially for the young guys, the Kirby Josephs of the world. And same with Cam Sutton. I mean, Cam Sutton's a little bit of a younger guy, but um, for for him to come in and be that corner one is massive for us too. So uh, both giant giant acquisitions on the back end and i was like looking at this stat earlier it was like if you don't have a top 15 secondary you like barely win a playoff game so i mean you gotta make sure the back end short up especially in this league now where we keep talking about the running backs are mattering less and less guess who's mattering more receivers so you better have some boys to lock them guys down um so I'm I'm really excited that CJ's here and dude when he when he went down the other day a couple of weeks ago oh yeah and had to get carted off the field there was like I don't think a word was spoken in the Metro Detroit area for about six <laughs> hours until we found out that that guy was okay so shout out to CJ I'm glad that he's uh he's doing all right dude 
but didn't yeah. uh speaking of these guys getting carted off without having suit didn't another guy get carted off the other day another really uh like high a good player uh jeff okuda got carted off the other day we traded his yeah. ass to the falcons and he got car- i mean talk about a guy that can't catch a break but i don't remember yeah. anybody else i thought it was someone else that was pretty high profile but like this whole like these guys are getting like him and well him and burrow getting carted off and then kind of not having serious injuries is kind of confusing me like don't 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 card them don't do that don't even tell us you carted them off because when you hear oh, card them yeah. off it's nothing but just yep. agony you know what i, I mean? don't want to hear it i don't yeah. want to hear it you're Say, right hey he left practice with the yeah. with an ankle injury. He left practice yeah. with the knee injury. Don't fucking tell me he got carted off. At, no. You know, no. Tell me he's got an ice bag. That's all I need. Yeah, to know. exactly. He might <laughs> miss a couple of fucking days of practice. Yeah. I don't need Whatever. results. Just tell me he left practice. And yeah, he's going to be okay. 100%. <laughs> Can we do the last this last one together? Because I think this one's yeah. fascinating, and I want to tell you a little bit about this guy. Yeah, sure. So, you gave me Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank Reich is a very interesting one. And uh, I think that he's interesting for a couple reasons. Did you know that Frank Reich, after he was done playing football, so he was the Bills quarterback forever, and then he was the Panthers quarterback in 95. It was the Panthers' first year. He was their first ever quarterback. And full circle, oh. now he's the coach. Um, he declined an offer from the Colts who wanted him to immediately go into coaching for them, like be a QB coach. And he went to, I think it was South Carolina and joined like this monastery, huge church guy was there for seven years. Wow. Studying the Bible with the boys monk style. (laughs) Isn't that fucking wild? And that then one fun. day, got on the horn and said, all right, I'm ready to get into coaching. I think this was uh, Bill Polian, the Colts old president that was telling the story, and just called Bill and was like, hey, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll, uh, I'll work for free, like whatever I got to do to get my foot in the door. And just glowing reviews of Frank Reich from everything that I read. Like this guy's just a guy you want to have around, super nice. And then obviously the dude's basically a priest. Uh, so for him, I think him in Indy, I think was a bad start because he, in 2018, he had Andrew Luck. They went 10 and six and then he fucking just loses Andrew Luck. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Like (laughs) I thought everything was going well. And then for him to just lose what should have been an unbelievable hall of fame quarterback, just out of the blue. For him to be able to just fucking pick up the pieces after that and move on, got to be pretty tough. So I really look forward to Frank Reich in Carolina. I think this big time moves the needle for the Panthers. I agree. Uh, And it kind of sucks for our first round next week or next year, but I agree 100%. I think, I think fucking, I think Bryce Young, I think that, I think that team is looking up for once. Like, and I think he's a he's a guy, man. He's a fucking dude. He's hard nosed, too, and he's no bitch. He's I mean, he's not. Yep. He's not your. I, you know, I'm out. I, hey, hard stance number two. I'm out on the fucking highfalutin, fucking high profile, high offense, fucking college quarterbacks coming into the league. They can't fucking cut it, dude. None of no, them. they can't. None of them can do it. And I want a guy who has a mustache. 
I want a guy who's a little thicker. I want a guy who fucking likes defense. Like I'm sick of this fucking these guys, they don't they don't succeed. Then you got these guys like Frank Reich who fucking, you know, sleeps with the fucking baby Jesus in his hand mm-hmm. coming and he wins he just wins games and shit. And it's like I uh I'm a pro. I'm pro. I think he moves the needle a lot too. Um when she, the only reason why I didn't say Frank Reich on the last one, you dickhead, was because you were like, oh, last one. So I was like, well, I want to go with the homer for the guys. I wanted to hear you talk about them. Um, but it. yeah, so I, yeah, I agree. I think he moves the fuck out of that needle. I think I think that's weird as fuck. The whole church thing, personally. <laughs> I, agree. Like, I mean, I didn't just... see it coming. I was just reading. I literally like scrolled back to the top. I was like, that couldn't have fucking been right. Let's reread this whole thing. Because <laughs> like to, 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 to step away from something that's so lucrative and so like such been part of your life forever. Mm-hmm with potential of you not ever being able to get back in is bananas to me. And I'm not like talking shit about religion, even though I, I like to do that. I meant more just like the fact that he stepped away. That's weird as fuck. Like stepping I don't know. away, stepping away from such a sure thing. Yeah. Tr- yeah, exactly. When the guy literally was like, Hey, come coach right away. And then it's like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going right. to go coach the fucking, the monks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go it's coach the up. fellas up. Yeah. Tell them about monks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's. <laughs> I think that's gonna be a good situation, and we were both Bryce guys. Yeah, we're both definitely. Bryce guys. Yeah, always on been the on the Bryce train. train. Nobody could tell us mm-hmm. that we weren't on the Bryce train. Agree. Uh, they need some. They need some shit around him, though. Yeah, but they need major they'll get help. There. But they'll yeah, get there. Hundred percent. It's kind of like Justin Fields last year. It's like we kinda. let's just test this guy out, see how he does. If he's good, we'll throw some guys around him. I think yeah. that's kind of where they're at. 100%. All right. Episode 81 is a wrap. That was the move the needle segment. That was fun. We need to do some more yeah. shit like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we, and we could do that with anything. We can do that with food. We can do that, which we I mean, fuck food. We can do that yeah. with anything. We didn't anything talk about food needle. this week. I promise we'll get back into food next week. Yeah, for sure. Food. It's going to be hilarious when the Food Network somehow picks us up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, we also talk about sports, so like, we don't give a fuck about that, dude. Keep, imagine, dude, tell me this wouldn't be fucking pipe dreams if we fucking somehow the food never picks us up. We do a Sunday morning fucking football show where we're talking snacks and fucking football, dude. And it's more, but it's based around snacks. It's not based around fuck, you know, food and snacks. Not around football, but we sit there on the couch. And watch the twelve o'clock games. We like, you know, get ready for the twelve o'clock games. That'd be we get like, we get the Fox Boys in the studio. We're feeding Terry Bradshaw <laughs> yeah. some fucking yeah. <laughs> some chicken we're like, wings. We're like Manning and Manning just for food, though. We're like bringing on like the fattest linemen there are in the league. Like, hey, Travis yeah, Kelsey's dude. brother, like Jason Kelsey. What did you eat before games? You know, like, <laughs> dude, that'd be a blast. All right, nobody take that idea, Jackson. <laughs> cut that. <laughs> All right, episode 81 is a wrap. We love you guys. Happy Thursday. Have a good weekend. We will talk to you next week.